0: Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Hacker Slash. If you're joining us again, welcome back. Come on in and stay a while. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. We are a horror movie review podcast dedicated to telling you whether a movie is a hack, a total joke, a waste of time, or a slash.
1: Totally killer. Pun intended.
0: We believe horror is for everyone. And as such, we're rating these movies with the perspective we've gained from our varying walks of life and the flavors of fear we fancy most. My name is Mac, and I'm the Superfly Space Guy. This week, I'm joined by the friendly neighborhood slasher enthusiast, Chris.
1: This is weird, and I don't like it at all.
0: The gore lover, Alexis.
1: Are we in a
2: backwards universe? I think so.
0: The cowardly creeper, Ryan.
2: I'm tired of saying hiya, but now I'm committed to it.
0: And the scream queen, Paris. I have nothing. Welcome to our second hacker slash role-playing night in honor of our fourth birthday.
2: Huzzah! Yes. How did this happen? Four feels like a very long time. I've only ever done one
1: thing longer. It's funny because it took four years for me to not introduce an episode. This feels weird. What an occasion.
0: History in the making. Don't worry, it feels wrong for me too.
3: You definitely sound like the VHS guy that said, Coming soon on the Disney VHSs I used to listen to or watch.
0: Coming soon to DVD and Blu ray.
3: Yeah, you sound just like that.
0: <laughs> well,. Hacker slash crew, welcome to the Isle of Paisley.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, what?
0: (laughs) While scrolling through endless posts on your favorite social media platform, you spotted an inviting photograph of a dark, rocky coast and the reflection of a golden hour sunlight on a murky tide. Within a day, you received a direct message from the official Isle of Paisley account, inviting you to tour a tiny village on a small island off the coast of the state of Washington. You were sent a discount code for cheap airfare, a free ferry ride, and a weekend stay in a glamptastic yurt behind a historic mansion. The best of all, it's a weekend stay for singles. Arrive alone, leave together. Will you spend the weekend taking the cutest Instagram pics with strangers, hashtag new BFF. or will you pad the body count on a cold, isolated corner of the Pacific Northwest? Let's find out. Before we dive in, let's talk about how to play the game. I am the Game Master. I narrate the story, but you decide how it plays out. If we enter a new unknown area, I'll describe the basics. You can help fill in sensory details like the flooring, the wall color, the smell of the air, or how something feels. You can describe this as your character or break character if you want to all come together to decide something about the world you're in. You will each, however, make your own decisions about your actions and tell everyone how you'd like to respond in each situation. If your action has an obvious and accepted consequence it's automatically successful, like, I tie my shoes. However, if it could affect your fates or how the story progresses, you'll roll one six-sided die. Depending on how the die lands, your action is either successful or it fails, to some degree. Roll a six, and you are successful with added strength. Roll a five, and you're simply successful. Roll a four, and you're successful, but something unexpected or unwanted may occur. Now roll a three, and you're unsuccessful but something unintended goes in your favor. Roll a two, you're simply unsuccessful. And roll a one, and you're unsuccessful with added unexpected or unwanted results. You botched it.
2: Are we all regular humans in the planet that don't have special powers? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, so we do not have special powers.
0: Nobody here is a superhero.
2: Okay, well, you said super successful, so Can I time travel, if if willing?
0: Doesn't work for this genre.
2: okay just making sure because i'm really into time travel
0: all right so you're on a small boat the motor loudly whirring in the background the water outside is choppy and violent and there's a fog in the air that reeks of rotten eggs the boat's captain was smiley but quiet when he welcomed you on board and he continues to peer off in the distance his smile seemingly as wide as his entire face his yellow raincoat nearly masks his entire being but you can spot his bright white teeth each time he looks over his shoulder to check on the passengers. A tall man with dark hair, subtly kissed by gray highlights, twirls his mustache with one hand while he strokes his goatee with the other. He's seemingly lost in thought and only stops his grooming to adjust his hip, circular-framed glasses and peer around at the other passengers. A petite older woman with perfectly primped blonde hair seems to be staring through the fog while she carefully purses her lips and clears her throat. (coughs) As if waiting for someone to utter a single word, everyone looks, but the silence is only interrupted by the whirring of the motor and the sound of the water against the craft. A tall, slender young woman looks over at the goateed man and rolls her eyes as visibly as possible after the awkward silence was almost interrupted by the clearing of a throat. She swings one leg as it sits crossed over the other and adjusts her top to show somehow more cleavage than she truly has to all the other passengers. The man adjusts his glasses and looks away, after being transfixed for a moment that seemed to just last a little bit too long. He glances around and lands on the fingernails of a 5'4", tan-skinned, somewhat familiar-looking Is she famous? young woman who's using the downtime to carefully glide an emery board across each nail, perhaps more than once. The hypnotizing back-and-forth motion of the emery board is interrupted by the sound of the captain's raspy, jovial voice. We're here. Now you all make sure to speak a bit more this weekend than you did the last half hour. I'm going to have to play matchmaker on the return trip. He reaches out his hand to motion everyone toward the dock and steps with one foot to straddle the divide and assist each passenger to the safety of land.
3: I hope I can use my bathing
1: suits this weekend. This weather is kind of dreary.
4: Mon Dieu, this smell is terrible.
1: Oh, yeah, it's absolutely dreary indeed. In fact, it's just a few nights ago, it was, um, I believe, once upon a midnight, dreary. I pondered weak and weary about what I'd wear for this trip, and I can assure you uh, bathing suits were not part of the equation.
3: I just thought we were going on an island, so I thought I would need all my bathing suits. I'm not sure. Love, have you been to the Pacific Northwest? Actually, I haven't. I'm from San Diego. It's not like this in San Diego.
1: Same coast, though. (laughs) Different sides of the equator. (laughs)
4: <laughs> no, my love, that is not true.
1: Bonjour, mademoiselle.
4: Alors, je m'appelle Veronica, Veronica Blo. ça va?
1: Hmm, Veronica, et des qui vont
2: très bien?
4: Oh, je ne comprends pas, je ne parle français. I'm very sorry, monsieur.
2: I'm so clueless. Can everyone speak English? Honey, we can speak plenty of English. I don't know what those words
3: were.
1: Same here, unfortunately.
4: Ah, désolé. I will practice my English while I am here on the island.
1: I'm sorry, do you not know the hit classic by the Beatles? Michel, Michel Mabel, sont des mots qui vont très bien. It's literally just a song lyric. Who are the Beatles? I'm really not sure. Oh no, no no no. I want to swipe left on this one.
4: <laughs> Honestly, where are our accommodations? It is very smelly and cold out here.
0: I'm surprised Pip's not here yet. He usually likes to arrive quite early to make sure he can greet his guests. He must be late from all the obsessive cleaning he likes to do. Well, folks, I'll be here Monday morning to take you back. Make sure to have some fun. Be careful. And for the love of all that is good in this world, keep talking to each other. With that, the captain gets back in the boat and sails away.
2: (gasps) Is that our only exit?
0: Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, no. You can only swim, if if you can swim well enough.
4: Swim where? (laughs) (laughs) Back Back to to Washington. Washington.
0: (laughs) All right, so you're all standing... On this small wooden dock, large enough for only one boat to dock at a time, and up walks a man.
1: What's the man wearing?
0: The man is wearing a black polo shirt and a pair of black slacks and black leather shoes. He is approximately 60 to 70 years old with stark white hair. Hot. Ah, wait, maybe this man knows where we are going. Well, hey, folks. I'm Pip. Hello, sir. Thank you all for joining us on this island.
3: Oh, thank you for having us, honey thanks we're excited we got these random text messages through our instagram
2: oh so they slid into your dms as well now see i'm not really sure what happened here my friend's daughter put this app on my phone and now i don't know what was going on but they said i of paisley and i love some paisley honey so i just had to tap in i don't know where i'm at or what we're doing but i'm here and i'm ready to mingle I know. I'm so excited to be here. What about you guys? Oh already. Honey, how old are you? Me? Yes, ma'am. 24? Okay, that'll be Miss Martha Lou when you speak to me. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I mean, I thought we were all here for the same point, for the same purpose.
2: Oh, we are, but you just have to respect your elders. What was your name? Cece. Cece. It's very nice to meet you. I'm glad you're here. You're a beautiful young lady. Thank you, Miss Martha. That was Martha Lou. Oh, the disrespect
1: is palpable here.
0: Well, I think it's great that you've all had a chance to greet each other. I'm really excited you're here, too. You know, I'm not really uh, good with all this newfangled technology stuff, so somebody got me signed up for this uh, Instagram service, and I just thought it would be a great way to get people here and, and, you know, get some people to the island, generate some revenue. I've got these yurts set up, and they're going to be behind this big old mansion back here on the on the far side of the island. Um we can't really use the mansion right now. It's kinda dilapidated. Hasn't really been capped up. Um but the yurts they'll be they'll be perfect. We've got them all set up just how each of you would like them.
2: I'm sorry, so did you also get here through an app on your phone? I think he beckoned us love. I think he used the application to summon us here. But who brought him here? That's what I need to understand right now. I think he
1: owns here.
4: I believe this gentleman works here. However I have a question. I was under the impression that we were doing a wellness retreat
0: with yoga and meditation.
4: I didn't get that memo. I thought this was a party.
0: I think there's plenty of room on the island for you to do yoga, and you can meditate everywhere. Literally, look, there's the rocky shores, and... The rocky fields. There's a lot of rocks here, by the way. I hope you didn't bring cell phones, because the metal in these rocks is going to block any chance of getting a signal. But that, that's okay, because we'll have the ferry back Monday, so no worries. You can do with the weekend of not talking to people. I've been doing it my whole life here. Ça va bien, as long as I have Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, I don't... As I said, I'm not good with the technology stuff. There's no Wi-Fi here. What? Then how did you summon us all here via Instagram? Every couple weeks. I take a trip, you know, to the mainland, and I, I go to the local coffee shop there, and the guy hooks me up on the phone thing, and I send out the invitations.
3: Oh, my how long does it take you to get to the mainland?
0: Well, you know, on, the trip here is pretty fast, right? It took you guys about a half hour. Um, going back, it's about a half hour, and then it's about a two-hour ride into town, um, and then once I'm in town, I get the bus. So all in all, I'm back within a day or two. (laughs) Well, I brought
2: some dominoes if y'all are interested. I can keep us entertained. Oh, I absolutely love
1: dominoes, and I I quite think that a little time away from the rest of the world would be really good for my work. I totally agree. Do any of you drink by chance?
4: But of course. Uh,
3: The
2: lady whiskey and I, we are very good friends. What is everyone's favorite drink of choice? You know, I'm a gin girl. Gin and tonic or just straight gin? Oh, a gin martini
3: for me. Sounds about right. Ooh. Sorry, I'm not trying to be creepy or anything. It's just I'm a bartender at night and a student during the day. So I kind of know my drinks a little bit. I'm a little mixologist. Oh, Cece, I think we can be great friends. Oh, great. If you like alcohol, we'll get along.
0: I did see that in your profile. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, marine biology, we're on the water, you know, there's, I don't think there's a lot of fish around here, but probably if you go further south, you can get there.
3: I'm sure there's whales and stuff and Seattle, it's cold up here.
0: Well, we're a bit, we're kind of far away from Seattle and honestly, we're kind of a far away from, we're we're far from everything over here and I haven't seen much wildlife in the area either. It's just pretty desolate. That's really interesting. To
4: answer your question, Mademoiselle Martha Lou, I prefer champagne myself. I hope we have plenty inside of
0: my yurt. Where are these yurts? Okay, so we're going to have to take a little bit of a hike across the island. And then when we get to the back of the island, we'll get to your yurts. We're going to pass through town. It's, it's a small village here. And then we'll, we'll go around the mansion and get to your yurts. But I, I promise you, all in good time. We have all weekend long. Just enjoy this fresh sea air. But the smell is of rotten eggs. Well, you know, sometimes that just swings through here, but I'm sure it'll be gone.
3: It's just the maritime haze that happens on the coastline.
4: Uh yes, because you study these things. That is incredible.
3: Yeah, it's almost like um, pollution, so it wears away. It's kind of like a condensation a little bit. Does it wear away? Do we just get
1: more used to
3: it? No, it wears away for sure. But it definitely does start out during the day, but wears away. Or you were just get nose blind.
4: Alexis's fake science is going to be amazing for this entire episode.
1: That was actually real. Perfect.
4: As far as I'm concerned, it is.
1: I mean, to go back to that question, I absolutely love that you love champagne because my favorite drink was invented by the fine uh, Ernest Hemingway. It's called Death in the Afternoon. It's a little bit of a mix of champagne and absinthe. Delicious.
2: That's kind of hot. Oh, honey, that is so poetic. What was your name,
1: handsome? My name is Regan. Reek and. Yes, and with me, poetry has
2: not been a purpose but a passion. Oh, how romantique. Well, it has been your pleasure to meet me. The pleasure's all mine, madam. Yes, and I was Martha Lou. Madame
1: Martha Lou, yes, of course.
2: Well, I'm glad we're all here together on the Isle of Paisley.
0: Now I hope you've all had a chance to get to know each other. You know, by the way, my name is Pip. That's short for Philip, but that's just what I go by. Um, now let me see if I can pick you out from your profiles. I, I think I should be able to. Uh, let's see. Uh, your Veronica, is that right? Yes, that is me. And uh, you must be you must be Reagan.
1: Oh, yeah, it's Reagan, but yeah, that's fine.
0: Reagan, that's what I said. Perfect. And no,
1: sir. No, I'm sorry. What is in a name? You know. <laughs> It's very important that you're treating me with the level of respect that I would give you, Philip. It's Regan.
0: Oh, you can just call me Pip. That's okay. Uh, but it is it is nice to meet you, Regan. Excellent. All right. So that's going to make you, uh, the, the, you know, this, I I'll be honest. When I invited everyone for a singles weekend, I thought I was mostly going to get people in their 20s and maybe their 30s. Madam, oh my, it is a pleasure to meet you. Martha Lou, right?
2: Yes, and sweetheart, it sure is your pleasure to have me here.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I said. Okay, so this must make you uh, Camila Kiki, is that right?
3: <laughs> uh, CC.
0: Oh, CC. Okay, great. It's nice to finally meet all of you. I hope you all get to know each other really well over the next couple of days. That's why we're doing this little thing. Bring some single people out. You make a new friend. Maybe something more. Maybe you leave together. I'm not to say. I'm just glad to. I got to, I got to invite you all here for the experience.
1: Oh, you're really excited about this, aren't you? i can is it is this your first trip?
0: this um, you know this is the first time we've done it like this. we finally got the yurt set up. We've had people come and stay with us before, but this is the first time we've got it set up for a little bit of glamping.
1: I didn't notice any reviews. are they still here?
0: No, people have come and people have gone. We, we have a couple of people that live here in the village with us. You know, they, they, they stay here. Their families are from here. Uh, but it's very few people at, at this point. Most everybody has, has left long ago.
3: What is a uh, few? What's the population here?
0: Oh, goodness, In- including me, maybe four or five of us remaining. Oh, wow,
1: that's, mon Dieu. that sounds right up my alley, honestly. Uh, the burden of humanity has been really weighing heavily on my soul, and I could give with a nice little intimate gathering.
4: But how will we find love on an island so scarce?
1: I think we can love with a love that is more than love, and I think that we can find that here with each other if we need.
4: Oh, how beautiful. Honey, what are you
1: on about?
4: I actually would like to get to know everyone a little bit more. If you could all share with me your zodiac signs, I am somewhat of a clairvoyant.
1: Yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I, I happen to be an Aquarius.
4: Oh, how bizarre. Aquariuses are notably aloof.
1: And I'm a Cancer.
4: Oh, see, see, Cancer is a very powerful sign. You control an entire tropic on the planet. The Tropic of Cancer.
3: I love that joke. You you
1: have an awesome sense of humor. I, I think she's quite serious, love.
4: Ah, I love that. With no, that was not a joke. I take my gifts and my powers very seriously. And what about you, Mademoiselle Martha Lou?
2: Now, honey, I'm, I'm not sure about all that sign stuff. My birthday is April 22nd. That's all I know. You can tell me more about me than I know.
4: Oh, fantastique. This makes you a Taurus. You are very strong-willed and you have an appetite for luxury.
2: Oh, yes, I do, baby. But what about you?
4: Ah, yes, myself, I am a Scorpio. We sometimes have a bad reputation for being quite venomous. However, this is only if you are deserving of our sting.
2: Now, that that voodoo don't have a place here. We don't need to judge people based on the date they were born.
4: Absolutely not. I would never judge you for those things. Only the shoes you are wearing.
2: Well, I'm good to go, honey.
4: Yes, you are. Those are Louboutins.
0: Well, you know, if we still had the reverend here he would probably say something about not praying to the stars you know he was always going on about that there's only the one there's only the one you can pray to and you can't you can't believe in all that stuff
1: i'm sorry the reverend of what kind of religion
0: oh he's just the good reverend come on we all know he talks about you know you only pray to the one
1: which one though yeah who is the one
0: well he's kind of unknowable right I think we've all heard about him, you know, the beard. He was old and skinny and said good things. Do think basically don't be a jerk is what he said. I'm not very religious, but I loved listening to the reverend.
1: Oh, you must be talking about Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf. Yeah. Now that's something I can get behind because listen here friend. all religion. My friend is simply evolved out of fraud, fear, greed, imagination, and poetry. And I'm not here for it. If this is some kind of mission trip or, or conversion camp, count me out right now, sir.
0: Oh, definitely not. As I said, I'm not a religious person. You know, we grew up with it when we were kids here. But when everyone kind of left, that, that left with them. Oh,
2: May I ask a question? This reverend that you speak of, when did he reside?
0: It's been a couple decades now. I mean, I think the last time he was here, goodness, that would have been the 60s or 70s. So the the island's kind of been without a preacher for a long time.
2: Oh, honey, we done been signed up for a cult. Oh, no.
4: Monotheism is very Western.
2: Miss Martha Lou, where do you get that from? Now, who do you know that calls themselves the reverend that's been here within the past decades? Now, if you want to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we can talk about that. But what we're not going to do is be here talking about some man that was on earth, skinny man with a beard, 30 years ago. No, he.
0: no, the, the reverend was here, not the one. The one was here a millennia ago. It was a long time ago. I think we can all agree with, you know, about that.
4: I think you worship the same God, madame.
2: Oh, no, I don't think we do.
0: Okay, we have a little bit of the island to tour. I'm going to leave it up to you. You're welcome to look around. It's kind of mostly just a small village. But, um, you know, we really should get you back to your yurts, so at least you can put those bags away.
3: Can we get a guided tour?
0: Well, I I will be happy. I have to take an afternoon nap pretty soon here. So let's walk through. I'll point out where things are, right? And we'll get you to the yurts. You can explore after that. S'il vous plaît. Merci. Pip waves for all of you to follow him. As you start to walk up this suddenly inclining island, it seems like, you know, every step you take is a thousand pounds added to your back. Walking through, you see mostly gray. Everything seems kind of either gray or black. The ground is like gravel or rocks. There's not a lot of grass or if, you know, if any seems like this whole thing is just a big metal blob. And as you walk up the island, he leads you into an opening about the size of a football field, a gravel football field, with a couple buildings surrounding it.
2: I'm sorry, did you say a a big metal blob?
0: That's what it seems like, because it's all rocks and metallic. The
1: The island does. Exactly. Okay. There's no grass.
0: But not squishy like a blob.
1: You know, I feel like I've seen a little spot like this before. And it was, I think in this movie, Jaws 2 they made like an island, but it was just an electrical barge, and the whole island was made out of trash. I think we're on that island right now.
4: That explains this smell.
1: I've never seen such metallic
0: rocks in my life. I I think somebody tried to come and investigate and try to explain it. They don't know. The earth is a magnificent thing, and the rocks just ended up here. And so, yeah, it's not as green as the mainland, but that's okay.
3: So where do you get all your sustenance, like your fruits, your vegetables? If you can't grow them on the island.
0: Well, I was going to lead you right to that. Right up here, we've got the general store. That's where you get all your stuff. So at the general store, we've got our medicines. We've got things like toothbrushes and toothpaste and all your snacks and goodies and food that you might need to eat. Yeah, it's not five-course dining, but it'll get the job done.
1: Oh, so everything's imported.
0: Well, you know, imported from wherever it's made in in the actual mainland of the U.S., but you know... It's not like it's from China or anything.
4: I have a feeling this place will be a very useful resource to us in the future.
3: I agree. I just thought Miss Martha Lou would be making some um, homemade biscuits while she was here. She seems
2: like a biscuit type of gal. Love, I think she's here for a retreat, not to do more work.
4: I hope we have a different cook.
2: Now, sweetheart, I am a woman of class. I don't cook for myself. That is what I hire people for. Same. I don't hire people, though. It's just
3: Hungry Man.
1: Oh, I thought it was more, you seemed more like an Uber Eats kind of girl. Yeah,
3: I am. I love my sushi. San Diego has a bunch of awesome sushi. Super fresh. But you know what? I'm just a starving college student, so sometimes you got
2: to go for the TV dinners. Oh, honey, you need to marry a man that has a lot of money because that's a solution Can to Can we your- not talk about men right now?
4: Wait, Mademoiselle Marthalue, are you married on a singles retreat? Quelle surprise!
2: Well, I once had this incredible husband. His name was George. He was the love of my life. And unfortunately, I lost him a few years ago. And since then, I haven't been able to find anyone that can replace my lovely George.
4: Oh, mon chéri, I am so sorry to hear this. However, it explains the energy I saw with you when you arrived on the boat. Your husband is still with you and he wants you to know that he supports your decision to come to this island.
1: Mm.
2: Well, most importantly, his money is still with me and that's what carries me through. I absolutely love to hear that, that George is still with her. And I believe you
1: 100% as a clairvoyant. I respect your art.
4: Merci beaucoup.
1: Yeah, you know, I find that I often ponder what happens to us when we, when we go, right? When we move on. And I find that the boundaries which divide life from death that are best shadowy and vague, you know, like who shall say where the one ends and where the other begins? I'm, I find great peace that your George is still with you oh. as you look to hook up with another man. <laughs>
2: Oh, honey, the truth of the matter is all we do is leave a bunch of stuff behind that somebody has to clean out of a damn garage when you're gone. So maybe you should collect less things and remember to spend time with people that mean something to you.
0: Oh, I I couldn't agree more. I absolutely, I'm sorry to butt into your conversation. I know you're bonding and getting to know each other a bit better, but I think we own too much these days. We hold on to the material and we should let go.
3: It's very interesting. I mean... Your island seems to have let go of a lot.
0: I have to say that I agree. We've lost a lot over the last hundred years or so, I guess you could say. Um, The the, the manor here was built quite a long time ago. And Gerald and Edith Dagon used to live in the manor, thusly named Dagon Manor. Not Dagon. (laughs) And they used to live there and they were happy. And I mean, they even said that when they first built the manor, there was green grass on this island. But over the years, I don't know why things just kind of shriveled up and died. And now we just have to get everything from the mainland. And that's why here's our town center. And it's really just, a, you know, a kind of a field of gravel. And I, I wish one day we could see it look like it used to.
3: Pip, but why are st- there still people here? I don't understand why they just wouldn't. There's four of you. You easily could start your own town in Seattle. I think they brought us here to populate.
0: I'm sure we could probably leave. And a lot of people have over the years. You know, most of the people that, that worked at the manor, they left, but a couple people are still hanging around it. It does hold some kind of appeal. I don't know why. I just can't leave myself. Mm.
1: I feel like this place has a lot of secrets. What do you say, sir?
4: I think I'm getting the same vibration. Reagan,
1: was it? Yes. I mean, Regan, but it's fine. I know with accents it can be a little bit troubling.
4: Yes, thank you for understanding. However, I do not understand why we are not now in our yurts at this point. We have been (laughs)
0: waiting a very long time. Well, look, here on the island, we got nothing but time. So I I know you're in a rush. You want to lay down after your long travels. Let me just point out everything here in town center, and then we can keep going. So over here on the left, that's the old church. If you keep going past it, you're going to get to the cliffside. So be really careful, because right behind the old church is the cemetery. Right behind the cemetery is, well, it's a drop that'll get you into the cemetery, if you know what I mean. So be very careful going back there. Um so up here in front of us, that's going to be the general store. Right next to it, we've got the bookstore. I know, it's kind of crazy that we have a general store and a bookstore. We're, we're getting there. And then over here on the right side, well, that's the doctor's office. Um, we used to have an old doctor around for a while. Now it's just kind of, well, his, his kid is still here. But if you need something, maybe a Band-Aid, we can probably get that from there.
3: So someone's hurt, what do you do?
0: Well, there's only a few of us, so we just take care of ourselves.
1: Do you have a doctor?
0: We we do have a doctor. The doctor's back for just a moment. He's, you know, sorting things out, but um if you do need something if, you know, you scratch your knee or something, I'm sure we can get you a little medical care while we have a doctor.
1: I have a question, a really important question. What kind of books are in this bookstore?
0: They're mostly old books. I mean, they're they're pretty old books. I just mean that they're pretty dusty and no one's picked them up in a while. We we do have you know, the bookshop owner in there, but I don't think anyone actually goes to buy a book.
1: Who's the bookshop owner and is she single?
0: <laughs> well, the bookshop owner is a he. First of all, it's, it's old Pete Blackburn.
1: Oh, old Pete Blackburn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not mad about the he, just the
4: old.
3: Are there any people here that are younger than 40? Just you, love. Besides us.
0: Well, well, sure, we've got Billy. Billy's, I don't know, she's 25, maybe?
1: Ooh. Hello.
0: Okay, well, you know, we've seen the tour. Let's go ahead and move past here, and we'll get you past the mansion to your yurts. Pip walks you across this football field-sized pit of gravel, really, and up a hill, and there it is, this beautiful mansion, except aged and weathered. It was once beautiful, you can tell, but now it looks like... Well, nobody's cared about it for about 50 years. You walk around. There's a path that leads you around the right side of the manor. And behind it, four beautiful, brand new yurts.
3: Is there any shrubbery outside of this mansion?
0: Not really. There's not much vegetation.
3: There's not many trees on this island at all, I can imagine. Definitely not. Okay. It's literally all gravel. Okay.
4: Hello, the yurts are magnifique.
0: I'm, I'm glad you like them. And this one here, Veronica, this is yours. This is the first one up.
4: Oh, merci beaucoup, monsieur. Your time and patience has been very awarded. Thank you so much. If you don't mind, everyone, I will be residing to my yurt and making myself come to Berlin home.
0: Veronica walks into her yurt. Please describe your yurt, Veronica.
4: My yurt is filled with essential oils, aromatherapy candles. And as I enter it, I see a large sounding bowl that I gently caress with my gorgeous not unlike a hand-model hand. A sound resonates throughout the yurt, and I withdraw sage from my small Chanel purse and begin cleansing the space. Do you all hear
0: something that's kind of like a whistle?
3: Sounds like the wind.
0: I, I'm, I'm not certain, but I think it's coming from in there. I hope she's using the sounding ball that I, that I left in there for.
1: Mm, you really think of everything, don't you, sir?
0: I wanted the stay to be special, and that means the next one up here, Martha Lou, this is yours, madam.
2: Oh, thank you so much, honey. I can't wait to lie down.
0: Martha Lou walks into her yurt, yearning relaxation. Tell us about it, Martha.
2: Well, my yurt would be filled with comfortable places to sit, a television with... What kind of yurt
0: is
4: this? Taurus's love comfort. This is on brand.
2: Television with old James Bond movies playing.
4: On VHS.
2: On VHS. And a fridge full of gin... A little bit of vermouth, maybe some olives, some Fig Newtons for snacking. (laughs) And there would be one perfect serving for each day of sweet potato casserole.
0: No, I want that.
2: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Okay, so next up here, Regan, this is yours, my man. Hop on in there.
1: Oh, lovely. Thanks. I'll see you later.
0: Regan heads into the yurt. Describe it.
1: So in this yurt, there is a cot. Like the foldable cot. It's like olive green in color. There is a fine leather chair and a bookcase filled with tons of classic literature. There is also a desk, a writer's desk with a typewriter. There's also a hefty collection of vinyls that's like in the back portion and is already playing some classic Frank Sinatra.
0: Very nice. Okay, so that leaves just you, Cece. Now, this is obviously your yurt, but if you want, you can go ahead and head to one of your favorite people's yurts instead.
3: I think
1: I want to relax for a second.
0: Okay. Well, this is just the first night, so you can go ahead and head on in. Cece heads in. What does she see?
1: Really trying to typecast Cece, isn't he? <laughs> the
3: comfiest bed ever with all of the tillers. Um, Also a hammock with a whole bunch of books next to it. And thank you for bringing all my study materials. I was looking forward to that on vacation. Also... Um, some
1: IPAs.
4: (laughs) I have to say, everyone has done an exceedingly impressive job in describing their yurts based on their zodiac signs.
1: Did I nail Aquarius? I hope I nailed Aquarius.
4: You did. They're so eclectic. (laughs) I'm going to drop in the group chat a picture of the map I've drawn for us thus far. Uh It's absolutely horrible. This task should have been assigned to Ryan.
3: Don't forget the basketball, football travel
2: field. Yeah, very specific football field.
0: I'm just giving you a size. As the singles get settled into their yurts and find things that they love somehow provided to them, the power of social media, I'm telling you, while they hear a sound, it's the wind at first, a soft, blowing wind that turns into a whistle that somehow cools down and becomes a low, rumbling sound like a growl from the ground
3: now
2: what is that sign outside my door
3: I want to go see if Reagan hears this
1: knock knock oh yes Uh, hello sorry I I was just listening to some pranks in Uktra what can I help you with love It sounded like BBC radio, though. I didn't know we could get radio signals out here. Oh, no, love. These are vinyls. Have you ever listened to a vinyl record? No, I don't even know what a vinyl is. Maybe you can step inside and I can teach you. No, I came over
3: here to see what the sound was. Did you not hear the sound?
1: I'm sorry, love. No, I missed it. Do you want to describe it for me? It was like a... (laughs) Oh, it might have been Dean Martin and the rest of the Rat Pack on that last track. Sounded like S Club Seven, in my opinion, but it's okay. Oh, love, no, what? That's... Veronica
4: suddenly enters the yurt. Oh, hello. Excusez moi, I eh, pardon my interruption. However, did you hear that horrible sound just a moment ago? It sounded like the earth crumbling beneath us.
1: I'm gonna look outside. I'm gonna like walk outside of my yurt and look around and see. I'd like to know if I see anything um, that looks crumbly.
0: You see no crumbling. No cookies. However, you see the effect of the wind on the rocks on the ground.
1: Is that effect mean that they're moving?
0: Like the wind is blowing the rock? The the wind is moving the rocks. You can see them shaking if they're large. You can see them tumbling if they're small.
2: I would like to walk outside of my yurt and also see Regan outside looking for the sound.
0: You do that and you see Regan looking for the sound.
2: Madame Martha Lute, do you feel this rumbling
1: beneath our feet? It's like... It's like hell itself is opening up and about to swallow us soul. Sugar, it woke me right up out of my sleep. Oh. You know,
2: Madam Martha Luke, where parts are you from? Well, I'm just a sweet lady from the south. That's all I need to tell you.
1: All right. No, no. Totally respect the privacy there, right? Like, yup, got boundaries. I get it. Keep those walls right up, madam. But I do have a question, because you seem like a southern belle. Is this like a moment where y'all would say, what in
2: <laughs>
4: Uh, yes, I was wondering the same thing.
2: Honey, you're inside. What are you doing in this conversation?
4: <laughs> you're inside. Oh, that's true. I am in the yard.
2: Now, I'm not sure if you mean a bit of slight by that, but I do wonder what in the tarnation that noise was. <laughs> No disrespect at all, madam.
1: I'm just trying to be a better citizen of the world.
2: But don't you think certainly those rocks flying across the ground couldn't have been enough to make that noise that woke me up?
1: I, I, didn't, I myself didn't hear the noise, so I can't really speak to that experience. Um, ladies, excuse me, you want to come out here? It seems like Madam Martha Lou also heard what you, the ruckus you were all mentioning.
4: So we exit the yard and I see the rocks being blown by the gusts and obviously I I grab my hat so it doesn't get lost it is a periwinkle blue beret and I also have a short brown bob that is slightly angled and quite sharp and recently cut and I say
2: mon dieu, this wind is terrible what is going on? Honey, that's wind. It blows sometimes. You really just got to go with it. Either it comes or it goes, but it's just wind. That's what the Lord put here on this earth. Miss Martha Lou, it is a little bit different than that.
3: When we are on the coast of Washington, there are two concurrent winds coming through, and it causes deep vibrations in the land.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But concurrent is the right thing to say
1: concurrent winds
2: it's legitimate <laughs>
4: my last name is blow but this wind is not natural
1: that's what she said no concurrent winds absolutely totally get it and I concur with that thought so how about this how about we all huddle up safe and maybe we can you know explore some different types of vibrations in my yard? I
4: think you're coming out a little too strong are you re- recommending a menage a trois menage a quatre in this case
1: no not at all madam because I'm, I'm recovering from a heartbreak. But I mean the vibrations of sound coming from these vinyls.
2: Sweetheart, we all knew what you meant. You can't handle what we've got, so you better calm down this night. I'm only down if we play some uh, Britney Spears. I don't know. Spice Girls? I think we ought to go look for Pip and see if he's got an explanation for what's going on around here.
4: Oui, Monsieur Pip, I have a lot to complain about him, for this is not what I was promised
0: on Instagram.
2: Well, it was an internet ad, so it is a bit of your fault, not ours.
0: The singles decide to set out and find Pip, but they don't know where to look. They only know what they've seen so far. So where do you go?
1: I think we should go up to the mansion. I feel like
3: we should go into town. Wouldn't he be somewhere in town? Why would he be in a dusty old mansion?
4: Why don't we ask the man that works at the bookstore? Perhaps he has
0: understanding of the phenomenon on this island. What time is it? It is afternoon. Late afternoon.
1: Oh, I thought this was like at night. Yeah,
0: I thought this (laughs) was at night too. I might have said that it was at night. It's been a long morning. But this is the golden hour right now. Sure, what we were advertised on Instagram. Got it.
2: Well, I think it's a good idea we go search. I mean, if only four people live on this island, it would be very difficult for them to hide from us. We could ask Old Man Blackburn in the bookstore.
4: Yes, the island is not very large. It shouldn't take too
0: long. Okay, so we have... Let's get this straight. We've got two for the bookstore, one for the mansion.
1: We can go to the bookstore.
0: We should all go together.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. I don't think now is the time to split up. (laughs) Do you all want to decide together to go, or do you want to roll?
4: roll we're all rolling
0: let us roll and we're gonna say one to three we're gonna to head to the mansion four to six you're gonna to head to the bookstore all right we rolled a two we're headed towards the mansion
4: i suppose we could go examine the mansion i don't know why this mansion will provide answers to our questions however i did get an extremely powerful vibration from here so i suppose it is important that we look into it
3: i think you might be a witch
4: Madam, please, I am not a witch We are all gifted with the power of intuition If you are able to channel your power and embrace it, you too can have my gift
1: Alright, I really do appreciate that So you feel like we're going to a good spot?
4: Good, not necessarily We shall see
1: I didn't notice that he pointed out his home when we were looking around town So I think we just swing by See if anyone happens to be in there And if not, we can just, you know, move on
4: Regan, you bring up an excellent point where does anyone live on this island?
1: Precisely. All I remember hearing was the cemetery, the general store, the bookstore, vague other town things, the mansion, and the Nyurt, so...
4: Don't forget the Ominous Church.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, the Ominous Church, yeah. I think there's some, really, some dots that we need connecting here, so I think we go to the mansion. Maybe they're like setting it up as an Airbnb situation.
0: The singles walk towards the mansion, look around the corner, see no openings. There's windows, but they're boarded up. They walk around to the very front. There's a single door in the middle of the house.
2: I would like to try to open the door.
0: Okay, let's see if you can roll for it. What did you get? A three. You attempt to open the door. You jiggle the handle, and nothing opens. You pull. Nothing happens. But, as you attempt to, you hear a voice in the background, distantly, somewhere across the island.
3: I think we should chase after that that sound. Maybe it's Pip, he's being hurt.
0: We all turn
2: around. Now, honey, what did you hear? Did you not hear that? Sound like someone's yelling. Oh, I didn't hear. I, I just tried the door and it didn't open, so I don't know if this is the right place for us to be.
3: You definitely didn't hear anything because there was a loud squeaky sound
2: coming from the doorknob. Well, honey, as good as I look, my hearing ain't as good as it used to be.
0: Veronica turns around to see who it is that's screaming or making a sound. Veronica turns around and looks out and sees somebody moving somewhere near the doctor's office.
4: Everyone look. It appears there's someone over there by the doctor's office. Perhaps we should abandon our mansion examination and check this out so we can find some help.
1: I don't know how I feel about it. I'm getting kind of scared. I mean, there are people in that direction we're going. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, but it's not weird to you that only
3: four people live on this island? And none of them have a house?
2: Now, certainly they have a home somewhere. We just haven't found it, honey. I you can see the other side of the island.
4: Some of the most expensive and luxurious islands are completely unpopulated, my love.
2: Hmm.
1: And it's also a possibility that they live underground, or really under rock.
0: Like mole people?
1: <laughs> Perhaps. Most like basement dwellers. <laughs>
0: Fantastic.
1: All right, let's go to the doctor's office then.
0: The singles head down towards the doctor's office. No movement. Anywhere in the town, as they approach, still nothing. There doesn't seem to be anybody inside yet. Still, they enter inside. What they find is a tiny, tiny waiting room and a single receptionist desk, and the pungent smell of mothballs.
4: Oh mon Dieu! This smell is terrible. What is with the terrible smells on this island?
1: Mm, I don't rightly really know. It does smell pretty pungent. I'm sorry, I didn't you say you saw someone down here?
4: I swear I saw someone and they were beckoning us to come by. And then Veronica withdraws some Chanel number 5 from her purse and starts spraying the air around the room.
1: I'm sorry, how uh, real did this person seem... Did it seem like a distant figure, or did it seem like some flesh and bone?
4: I don't know. It was a very far distance. You are lucky I was able to see them from so far away with this howling wind.
1: Should we check out the back?
0: You head towards the back door. There's only one door, because it is a tiny little waiting area, and you go to unlock it and open the door, and the door handle turns, and the door opens. You see a man in his late 40s wearing a lab coat, sitting at a desk, staring at you as you enter.
1: Oh, this is awkward. Didn't really expect someone would actually be
0: here.
2: Oh, hello, honey. We have been looking for somebody. There is this terrible noise outside, and we're just looking for an explanation.
0: Uh, I'm i sorry. Uh, who is it that you're looking for?
2: Well, depends on who you are. Are you the doctor here?
0: Uh, f- for now. You know, I actually moved out a couple years ago, but I came back to kind of wrap up my affairs and close down this office.
3: Why'd you leave?
0: To be honest, I was never really content with the whole small town life thing, and I just wanted to like go out and, and, and start start a life of my own somewhere else, somewhere new, somewhere exciting. And I did, you know, I went to L.A. and my life as a surgeon has been great. I'm, I'm into plastic surgery and I make a lot of money. But really, I just had this lingering feeling that I needed to wrap things up here and sever the tie completely before I could move on.
3: Why would you want to leave this place if you grew up here?
0: Well. I, as I said, I was tired of the small-town life, right? You know, you've got your family, you've got very few friends, and I just knew that there was more out there for me.
4: Hello, chérie, But what is your name?
0: Well, my name my name's Franklin. Thank you for asking. And honestly, who are all of you people?
4: Oh, we're staying out in the
3: yurt out back. We thought this was a dating show. Well, I thought it might be. I thought we were going to be that or on Punk'd or something.
0: If only this were a dating show. Can you imagine how hard it is to date in such a small town especially when there's when there's no one just like there's no one like you
2: now do you know Pip that's the man that brought us here and I'm just we're looking for him because we heard this noise outside of our yurts and nobody really seems to be around
0: I do know Pip. I don't know where he is, though. I mean, he's usually here or there or somewhere. You know, he used to live in the manor, right? Like, he actually helped, like, clean it and take care of the grounds back in the day, back when things kind of first blew up here and, you know, the, the Dagons died.
1: Blew up? I'm sorry. Yeah. Is it, what was this blew up nonsense you're talking about there, love?
0: Well, the Dagons had a beautiful manor. I mean, it must have been a long time ago, but it was beautiful and well taken care of and the grounds looked amazing i mean there was actually grass on this island a long time ago but they well she died and and then eventually he died and that was it it was the gig was up
1: i'm sorry you're saying you know pretty subjective words like a lot or a long time ago could you quantify that for me how many years are we talking here
0: well that was that was before I was born. So, I mean, I'm, I'm in my late 40s. That was probably 50 to 60 years ago.
1: Okay. And uh, Pip is how old?
0: Ah, uh, Pip, he's in his 60s, I think. I don't know, mid 60s, maybe.
1: Okay. And this blew up when?
0: Yeah. About 40 to 50 years, I think. Uh-huh. So what are you saying? Pip is a ghost? No, n- not at all. You know, it's a small island. If you need someone to cut the grass, what's wrong with having a 14-year or 15-year-old do it?
3: Can I ask you a personal question? Of course. Do you know? The reverend, by chance?
0: I heard of the reverend. I, I can't say that I ever, I ever walked into that church. There's, you know, there's just some hate for people in the world, especially people who are different and as a, I, I'm someone who always felt different. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine having a conversation with the man.
1: Hey, Franklin, I know what it's like to be different.
0: Do you? I, You've got kind eyes, I can imagine.
1: And I know what it's like to be misunderstood, but... Look, you've been here your whole life, minus this time in L.A. Great town, by the way. Been there a few times. What can you tell us about the rumbling in the ground and the rocks whistling all over the place?
0: I mean, there's there's not much I would know. It just seems like a kind of a kooky island the entire time I lived here. It's been... It's always a creepy place to be, you know, and I've been all over the world. In my life I've I've gone to Asia, you know, I served for with with Doctors Without Borders and I've seen some crazy stuff. I mean, the animals in this world are amazing, but there's been no place I've ever been that has quite been like this. I mean, just a few minutes ago, I heard the wind, and it it sent chills down my spine. It's just not normal here, and honestly, that's why I had to get out.
3: Did you say kooky or cocky?
0: Oh, it's very kooky.
3: Ooh, okay.
0: But why did you return? I just felt the call. I, I felt that the memory of this place was holding me back from my future life, and I wanted to come back, and honestly, I wanted to burn down this office.
3: Is that what you're doing now?
0: I was honestly thinking about it. I don't know what I would use to burn it down but I'd find it. I'd go over to the general store and buy whatever I needed to to burn this office to the ground.
1: Look, mate, this is all very peculiar. We're just trying to figure out why the wind's blowing so hard and you're telling us you're about to burn down a building?
2: Now, there's also only four buildings here. I'm not sure it's a good idea to burn one of them down. At least not yours.
4: At this point, I think we should burn the entire island down. It
0: smells like shit.
2: Well, now, Veronica, don't you think we ought to find out where people like Pip live on this island? Pip is
0: a ghost. I mean, I could tell you that. As I mentioned, he's always here and there, but I think he lives inside the mansion, but I've never actually seen him go inside the mansion. I just kind of assumed he was there.
1: Oh, how interesting. You see, we just came from there, tried to open the door. It was completely locked.
0: I'm not surprised, to be honest. I mean... He wouldn't want you to go in there. It's completely dilapidated. From what we, from what we've heard, it's very unsafe to go inside.
2: Honey, do you know any way into the mansion?
0: Through the front door is all I know. If it is so unsafe, then why does he live there? Do you know where a key to the mansion may be? A key? The only, I mean, the only person I could think of having a key on this island, maybe Billy? I mean, Billy's kind of a kid, but, I know Billy's allowed to at least go in there and and kind of fix things up now and then. It, it does take a while when you only have a few people working on it. It seems we must search for this Billy. Oh, that's easy. Billy's over in the general store.
2: Right. Well, I do need to get some toothpaste anyway. We should head next door to the general store and find Billy and ask her for a key.
0: You head out of the doctor's office, looking back, wondering, is he going to burn it down? Really? You head towards the general store. The front of it reminds you of your local convenience store, but somehow 20 years older.
3: Like 20 years older in a good or a bad way?
0: Like a convenience store from 20 years ago. How could that be good?
1: Oh, ago. Okay. Okay. So 2000s? Nice.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Not even that bad. You enter the general store. It does look indeed like a 20-year-old convenience store. You see a woman. She has a faded tattoo on her ribs from a lifetime ago. A mane of red hair. Out and wild when she drinks perfectly manicured when in court, though. She wears a well-known Cartier watch. I don't know what model. It's got a brown leather band. Her first major purchase when she reached success. She favors high heels and wears them with grace, even in this small general store.
2: Well, hello, honey.
0: Question, how do we see her ribs? Imagine her clothing showing her ribs. It's a crop top? Sure. She's wearing a crop top.
2: Well, hello, honey. My name is Martha Lou. I'm here with some of these people I've Gathered along my travels and we heard this loud noise. We went next door. We met a doctor. He's talking about burning down the place. We're, there's a lot going on this evening. We're wondering if you can help us find Pip. We hear he might be in the mansion, but we couldn't get into the mansion. So do you have a key?
0: Okay. So first of all, who the hell are all of you?
2: Like I said, my name is Martha Lou. I don't mind if you call me Ma'am. Ms. Martha Lou.
0: Ma'am, you could just stop right there. How did you get onto the island, okay? Because I was told this is going to be my personal oasis when I came here for a job to get away from the real world, all right? Because you know what? I know I'm working in this tiny little shop, and for me, this is a vacation. Yeah, working is a vacation because I'm a lawyer, okay? So be careful what you say to me.
4: Mon chéri, please... Were you summoned here up to the island
0: on Instagram? No, it was LinkedIn.
3: We were brought here through a DM from Pip. Have you heard of him?
0: Well, of course I've met Pip. He's the one who hired me to work in the general store. And every now and then I have to put on my jeans and my t-shirt and sweat like a pig and go in and fix something in the mansion.
2: How long have you been here, Billy?
0: Uh, I think it's been maybe four months.
2: Now, see, this doesn't really make much sense because the fellow we met before, I believe his name was Franklin. Franklin seemed to know you like you were one of the locals here.
0: Franklin the doctor?
2: Yes, Franklin the doctor.
0: Oh, I'm sure he knows me. When I first came to this island, maybe a week in, yeah, it started to really burn when I pissed, and so I had to go see the doctor, and jolly old Franklin had to take care of me, and oh my goodness, are that man's hands cold.
4: Monsieur, please, it seems we've gotten off on the wrong foot. It is imperative that we find Pip. Do you have the key to the mansion, please? We have been lied to to be tricked to come to this island.
0: I don't have the key. Pip lets me in when he needs me to do work obviously. Like, I don't live there. I'm not just going to walk in whenever I want to.
2: Now, let me ask you a question, Billy. Have have you ever had a weird feeling on this island? It, it does seem a bit off to me. I think it's felt a bit off to all of us since we got here this evening. It's, it's a bit cold. It's a bit gray. There's no grass. We're just a little confused about what we were brought here for, and I'm wondering if you feel the same.
0: I'm not confused. I literally wanted a way to just unwind. And I can't just go somewhere and not do something. I have to be working. And suddenly somebody messaged me saying, hey, we have this perfect opportunity for you, which does seem kind of weird because I'm a successful lawyer. And they offered me a job in a general store in a deserted island. I mean, maybe what is there three or four other people here? It is kind of strange, but I never really thought about it.
4: My love, tell me,
0: are you a Capricorn? Okay, first of all, I don't even believe in that. And second of all, how dare you?
1: Love. I'm sorry, forgive my friend. She's into some very particular things. Uh, What kind of law do you practice? Did you practice? Divorce. Mm, You must have seen a whole plethora of heartbreak in your life.
0: Yeah, the heartbreak is when I win and they have to pay up.
1: Mm, You seem like a woman with conviction and I deeply, profoundly respect that. When's your birthday?
0: My birthday is in August. Can you not tell?
1: I don't really know. I mean, I'm not the one here who knows things about signs and whatnot. But look, we're sorry to have interrupted you. Deeply appreciate you giving us the, the who's who of it all. But would you mind coming with us on the manners to see if we can find Pip? Because we've all been a little bit misled. We've gotten these really great yurts. And it's suspicious how well he knew my and in vinyl records.
0: Okay, that does seem a bit weird. Also, why are you listening to vinyl? What year is it? Buy yourself an iPod at least.
1: Oh, no. Excuse me. I no longer want anything to do with you.
0: Okay. That sounds great because you guys can go ahead and leave. I'm going to pop in the back here where I live just in case you are curious because apparently now you have to live in the place where you work. I don't understand it, but this place doesn't even have houses. Yeah. Enjoy your private yurt. I'm sure it's really glorious in there. I'm going to go stay on the cot here that they provided for this.
1: Mm, Seems like you already lived where you worked before, but that's fine.
2: Now, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I Just need to stop you and ask you a few more questions before we go. I know you seem to have a lot on your plate here, but please just tell me, do you know any way we can get into the mansion? I know you've worked with Pip and you've been in there before. Is there any way in?
0: As I said before, through the front door. And if that's not working, maybe you should go somewhere else.
2: Well, that doesn't help me at all, but thank you. Please go on about your business. Oh, I will. Do we all congregate
0: outside? The singles all congregate outside.
2: I think we all go back to the mansion and figure out a way to break in. But I have a
3: question for all of you guys. Was it weird that she had said we should try somewhere else? Like there was like a secret passage maybe from a different building? Or am I just being crazy? I have a I I watch a lot of Lord of the Rings.
4: No, CC si, si. your intuition is very powerful. And I believe you may have something of truth to what your idea is. Perhaps we should examine the grounds again around the mansion.
1: Perhaps we could even—how far is the church from the from the mansion? I feel like churches are usually all about some underground things.
4: Or should we go back to our yurts and sleep and
0: see what the next day brings? No. The singles decide to head back to their yurts. The sound has gone. They'll find out tomorrow what's going on on this island. The darkness comes. They fall asleep and they are awoken once again by the loud groan of the earth moving. The wind blows through, the ground shakes, the rocks move, the rocks tumble, and they are all instantly awoken.
2: I've had too much gin for this noise to be waking me up this evening. I would like to stumble out of my yurt
1: um, wearing my pajama pants and being barefoot. And I'm going to regret this as I'm stepping on sharp rocks. Uh, but I'm going to walk over to Cece's yurt, and I'm going to... Is there like a hard door, is it like a cover, like a flappy cover?
4: For the, the canvas,
1: perhaps. Canvas cover? Okay. I'm going to whisper, Oi! Oi, love! Cece? Cece, are you white?" <gasps> yeah, what are you... what are you doing in here? Oi, oh, I heard the way you are talking about those concurrent winds earlier, and I've got to know. Do you think there's something going on in the tectonic plates beneath us? That could be a possibility. The Sub Saharan Plate
3: is rubbing against the Washington Plate. And it could cause a little bit of friction.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do
3: not know geography, <laughs> geology? <laughs> No, or that too <laughs> the washington
1: place where it meets
4: the sub-saharan <laughs> feels good
0: feels good it's feels all
4: good. about confidence
1: mm, all right that's not that's not a form of friction i'm familiar with but i don't know if it's even safe to stay here really yeah this place just keeps getting like more and more eerie do you feel that way i feel a little bit uncomfortable but also i mean what is life existence is pain I'm just kind of going along with things for the, for the most part. Haven't, things haven't been the same since my heart broke. I'm telling you, you are the most emo person I have ever met.
4: And she's a cancer. That's
3: pretty rich coming from a cancer. I mean, I do have my sensitive side too. I don't know, I'm just worried about everyone at this point. Should we go wake everyone up?
0: At that moment, the singles are interrupted by a blaze. Regan's yurt is suddenly on fire.
1: Oh, fuck!
0: The entire yurt... In that moment, a dark shape runs off into the distance.
1: Following the shape.
4: Mac, you set our cabins on fire
0: last year. So <laughs> like, that's a theme! <laughs> you run after the shape, you make it all the way down to the clearing in the town center, and you see nothing anywhere.
4: At this point in time, I leave my yurt to see the neighboring yurt ablaze and notice that Martha Lou has also exited her yurt amongst the commotion. Mademoiselle Martha Lou, what is going on?
2: Oh, honey, I have no idea. I was having a beautiful dream about an incredible man. And then here we are, woken by that noise again. And what's going on with Regan's yurt? It was caught on fire. I don't know. He
3: was just in my yurt. And, Doreen, nothing happened.
2: Hmm. I've heard that story before. But of
3: course. This is Love Island,
2: what have I heard?
1: <laughs> I'd like to run back to the yurt. You're, walk- you're walking back to the yurt? I'd like to run back to the yurts. Oh, okay, you're running back.
0: Regan runs towards the yurts, but trips and falls to the ground.
1: Well, that's just disrespectful. I didn't even roll for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's just shade. I didn't kill you. I just said you tripped and fell down.
4: Listen, I have to tell you, I was unable to sleep a wink last night. I kept having these visions of a shadowy figure following you around. All of you.
3: You saw a figure outside of our yurts.
4: Yes, it was terrible darkness. I don't know where it came from, but it was lingering to us. We could not escape it.
1: I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Oh my god. I keep running.
2: I would like to... Embrace Regan on her on his way back in. That I don't need to say that.
4: <laughs> You're telling us it's a close up shot of a hug.
1: Regan, what's going on? I I don't know, but all my worldly possessions—the last bit of stuff I even cared about in this world—is all in that blaze. But
2: y- you
1: didn't bring any of those things. They were here for you. No, no, I i had a duffel bag some very specific items was it a bit of poetry <laughs> actually yeah it was my last work in a notebook a mosca notebook but i had my flask i had my knife i had my dslr I had, you know for my artwork for my inspiration and look after that breakup i mean these are the last bit of things i had left in this world they haven't been taken from me.
4: Did you have a candle in your yurt? Because it is now up in flames. What happened?
1: I don't know. No, there's nothing going on in there. I saw someone running away. Did you find him by chance? You ran back, so I figured you did. No. I chased him I chased him down to the town center, and then he just disappeared. Also, I'm really cold now, because all I have on are pajama pants. I know. I can see those abs.
4: We'll stand closer to
1: the burning yurt.
3: I mean, I really want to talk about the abs, but can we talk about how there's a shadowy
1: figure? I'm so scared. I don't know, I really just saw, like, a tall kind of figure running away, and honestly, maybe it's the fucking doctor. I mean, he was the one talking about setting things up in flames. Did he look in his mid-40s or mid-60s? Because there's a big difference. Look, I couldn't see that. All I could see was the shadow, and it was running. How fast was it running? Like, an old person, or...? Fast enough for me to not catch him, love. Then, wow, they must be pretty young.
4: At this point, Veronica triangulates based on the moon's location that it is about 4 a.m., it is very late, everyone. I think it is most important that we find someone to help us. Perhaps we should check out the church.
3: The church? I feel like that's the last place we should be going.
4: Well, what do you think, Cece? Where should we go?
3: I mean, I don't know. There's the
1: bookstore, we've gotten there, the hospital. What other buildings are there? hospital love just a dinky little doctor's office It's also a cemetery
4: i do not think this is a place to be at this hour i totally agree let's not go there
1: love we're past the witching hour is not 3 a.m
4: i do not know the times zone where we are
1: i guess our only choice is the church
0: they walk towards the church looking out for whatever it is that Regan tripped on on the way back and they see an old decrepit church no cross on top of it the windows, stained glass but weathered, showing scenes of St. Michael slaying the serpent. I would like to roll to use my clairvoyance to feel
4: out the vibe and see if there are any people or beings in this area. Go ahead and roll.
1: <laughs> roll for a vibe check.
0: It's a one. Not only have you not used clairvoyance, but instead you receive a signal back. You attempt to reach out and you feel shaking. You feel nauseated. You feel as if a great pressure is on top of you. And you feel as if you are going to be eaten by a tiger when it's when you snap out of it. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, oh.
4: Oh, mon dieu, I have felt such darkness in this space. I think we should leave at
1: once. Are you okay? What's going on? We just got here.
4: I am overwhelmed by the dark energy in this place. It is imperative that we spend no more time here.
0: Do you enter or do you leave? Let's enter anyway. You enter the old church. It's small. It's got old wooden pews. There doesn't seem to be much artwork going around. No sign of people, no books, except for the one on the pulpit.
1: I'm going to go look at the book on the pulpit.
3: And I'm going to check if there's any uh, floorboards loose, that there might be somewhere we can go down in the basement.
4: I will remain by the door, trembling.
3: I'm going to tremble
2: with Veronica.
0: The two of you tremble. Do you have some gin in your purse? (laughs) Cece rolls around on the floor, looking for loose floorboards. Regan heads towards the pulpit to check out the book and open it up and see what might be inside, when suddenly the book catches on fire. It's not a large fire, not like the yurt, it's as if somebody hit it with a lighter for just a moment.
1: You're seeing this, this shit's just caught on fire? Um, excuse me, if that's desecrating the house of the Lord here, but there's no cross on the outside.
2: This shit just caught on fire.
4: Veronica screams from the doorway. Please, I told you this place was filled with darkness.
2: I'm going to run over, take my robe off, put the fire out so that Regan can read the book.
0: Do you have anything under your robe?
2: I do. I have a very classy set of pajamas underneath my robe, of course. What kind of lady would ever be caught dead in just a robe?
4: And a pair of huge naturals.
0: You use your robe to put out the fire, and now there's simply a black clad book. No markings, no inscriptions on the outside.
1: I'm going to open up the book and try to read it.
0: You open up the book, and as you do, it somehow still burns your hand, And while you pull your hand away, you see a symbol circle burnt into your hand.
3: Is it like a pentagram?
0: No, just a circle.
1: Is it ringworm?
0: That's fast-acting ringworm.
1: Like a bubbled-up portion of my skin, or is it like a black mark?
0: It is like an instant scar, but not like one large circle, like the outline of a circle.
1: Madam Madam Martha Luke, can you try opening this book for me? Yes, sweetheart. Let me see. I try opening the book
0: Martha Lou opens the book Inside, blank pages
1: Motherfucker, it's because I'm a non-believer <gasps> oh. Now Regan, w-
2: what happened? Is your, I'm sorry, is your, is your hand okay? Oh, certainly honey, I feel fine I, I just, I'm just a bit confused, honey
1: Alright, Um. I I just I want to look at the book myself And see if I also see blank
0: pages You look at the book You don't see blank pages you see inscriptions in a language you cannot understand.
3: I'm rushing over. Don't read it! Don't read it! Don't you see all of these...
1: movies? Wait, hold on, love. What? I'm sorry. What do you see when you look at this book? I open the book and read it.
0: She opens the book, receives a burn to the hand in the form of a circle, and sees inscriptions in an ancient language.
1: Fucking shit, that hurts. what are you also gotten a circle? Yes. But Ms. Lee, you didn't get a circle. No, honey, I can't be hurt. Cece, look, what are your philosophical beliefs?
3: I grew up and I went to Catholic school. I mean, certainly I was baptized when I was younger, but I really am, you know, I just haven't been to church. I ha- I really, like, don't really have any beliefs, per se,
1: right now. Mm, okay. Um, Veronica? we. Oui? You're the closest thing we have to an expert. Can you come over here and take a look at this, please?
4: Oh, I suppose I must. Veronica approaches the book in a very leggy kind of way
1: do you see anything inside this book
4: well this book is unlike anything i've ever seen before however i believe that spiritualism comes in all shapes and sizes and we must not ridicule the beliefs of
0: others
1: the real question is do you or do you not see blank pages
0: i attempt to read the book veronica attempts to read the book veronica feels sick veronica can't see she's dizzy and falls down.
1: Oh sacre blue. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? How one else could that miss?
0: As the singles approach, Veronica keels over on the side and starts puking. Again? Again.
2: Is it normal, blood, or black?
0: It's normal puke.
1: <gasps> I'm gonna try to pick up Veronica and take her outside.
0: I'm a light waif, so you succeed without rolling. The singles are now outside. Veronica feels relief. No more puke and wipes her lips
4: a peak of her breast slipping from beneath her nightgown.
2: There's a lot happening here. I'm not really sure why you two have a little circle on your hand. And what is happening to Veronica? I think I might go back inside and try to grab that book again and see if these troubles follow her as she tries to read it.
4: Mademoiselle Martha, please do not touch that book. It is imperative that we leave it where
1: it is.
2: I'm going to go back in. Have you got any further answers for us?
4: I can tell you when I attempted to read the book... I was bombarded with ancient texts I have never seen before. I do not understand. However, this is very powerful, very dark magic.
2: Well, honey, unless you have a way home, we have to figure out something.
4: This I agree.
2: Should we take the book to someone
1: or read from it?
4: Still no, we should not move the book at all. I cannot make
0: this more clear.
1: I want to go inside the church again and try to investigate the book and see what happens when I keep touching it.
4: Mon
0: dieu. Regan goes inside the church. and heads towards the pulpit and picks up the book and brings it back out with him to read with the singles. As he does, he feels something, and he will roll to find out what he feels.
4: Oh, c'est bon?
0: He flips through the pages. He rolled a five, by the way, so... Good roll, Chris, but he reads through the pages. Can't understand a damn thing. It's some kind of foreign language. Looks ancient. Doesn't make any sense. But as he tries to make sense of this... Scribble in his eyes, he hears the sound only him—a laugh.
1: What's so funny?
3: None of this is funny, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing.
1: I'm gonna
0: keep reading the book. He keeps reading the book. The laughter continues. Strains his eyes. Maybe he turns the shapes into something, and sees over and over again the words written: the one, the one, the one.
1: one." And I'm just reading this up: The the one, the one, the one. Who the fuck is the one? You think maybe it has something to do with this reverend? How am I feeling right now as I'm reading this?
0: I would say focused, but at the same time, tense, sweat beating around your brow. Regan is overcome with the sensation of needing to rip out a page and eat
1: it. I start ripping a page and I start like balling it up and like trying to stuff it into my mouth.
2: Oh, handsome. What are you doing? We have food back at the yard. I'm just
1: like, keep going.
4: His yacht is burned to a
1: crisp, he has no
4: food left. However, Veronica then slaps Regan across the face, trying to knock some sense into him.
1: What? What? What
4: happened? My chérie, you were muttering the one over and over, and then you started to eat the book, which is terrible for your digestive system.
1: No, oh, I go mad.
4: It does appear so. This is why I told you not to read the book.
1: I've been mad. M- men have called me mad, but the question is not yet settled whether madness is or is not the loftiest intelligence.
0: Veronica slaps him again.
1: <laughs> Snap out of it!
0: Veronica slaps Regan so hard that he spits out some of the page onto the ground, and immediately, grass grows beneath it.
3: <gasps> what the fuck is going on here? What is this? This is not an ecological phenomenon that I know of. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, science.
0: As the singles all stare at the single blade of grass growing from the rocks after the pages spit onto it, seemingly brought it to life, they once again see a shape. This time in the shape of the doctor, leaving his office closing the door and slowly walking uphill towards the mansion.
1: I'm going to run after him.
0: There it is, the figure for my vision. You reach the doctor. He seemingly is in a trance, doesn't say anything, only smiles and walks.
1: I'm going to start shaking him. Oi, oi, did you set my fucking yacht on fire?
4: What the hell is going on here?
0: The doctor mumbles. The one, the one, the one, the one way we will survive. The The one, the one, the one... The one way we will have life.
3: Guys, this is so scary. What are we going to do? Who the fuck is the one, man?
0: The one brings life. The one brings life. Where is the one? The one one? brings life. The one is here. The one is everywhere. The one is all around us, above us, and beneath us.
1: I'm going to show him the scar on my hand and say, what the fuck is this?
0: The doctor smiles and takes your hand. He flips it over, slides his hand out, and shows you the same scar.
1: (gasps) Regan,
3: we have the same scar. What does it mean, man?
0: It means you must come with me to the one.
3: Who is this one? Is it the Reverend?
0: The doctor continues to walk, at this point holding Regan's hand, smiling, saying the one, the one, the one.
2: Is Regan currently himself or in a trance?
0: Regan is currently just simply letting the doctor hold his hand and walk with him.
1: It's been so long since I've held this intimacy.
4: Regan, now is not the time for your sex-crazed antics. We must get to the bottom of the mystery of the Isle of Paisley.
1: I, I think you I think you should all probably stay here for Cece's sake at least.
2: Nah, I ain't leaving none of y'all. We can't be apart. And I don't know much about Cece to make her more special than the rest of us. I don't know, guys. I'm just I'm so scared. That's pretty much all you've said for about the past hour, honey. You gotta do more than that if you wanna succeed in this world. Well, can I at least get second from the back of the line when we're going? <laughs> yes. I don't have a scar, so I'd be happy to follow you all and make sure we get there safely. We have to figure out what's going on.
4: If there's any hope of us getting off of this wretched island, we must find out what's going on.
2: Is there,
1: okay, are there loose rocks on the, on the ground? Yes. Like a good chunky rock? chonky boy
0: there's rocks of every size you got the little ones that you could like you know you probably chew up and eat and you got the big ones you can knock somebody out with
1: okay I want a big one that I can knock someone out with I'm just gonna hold on to it
0: it's heavy you got it
1: exhaustion level decreases significantly (laughs) I'm not trying to take a boulder I'm trying to take something that's
0: just big enough something practical are you, are you continuing to walk while you hold this boulder?
2: Yeah, we're following. We're all following.
0: We are down for the ride. You are following the doctor, holding this, this pretty large rock that you could probably knock somebody out with. As the doctor is seemingly in a trance while smiling, saying, The one, the one, the one. As this happens, you hear voices from behind you.
2: I turn around. Find out what's there. I'm
3: turning around, cowered behind Reagan.
0: As you turn around and peer off into the distance, it is dark, but you do see... Flaming locks of Auburn hair. Where's that from? That's a song. It's Jolene. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Does that look like uh
1: Billy to you guys? No, love, no, that's Jolene. 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 Jolene Jolene. Please don't take him just because you can.
0: As you peer off at, at Billy, recounting the uh the tale of Jolene, Billy screams at you, Where the hell are you going?
1: Oh, we've got these fucking skulls on our hands, and this doctor's trying to take me to the van.
0: Well, it looks like you're trying to go into the manor, and you're never going to get in through the front door. I don't even know what you're trying.
1: You want to join us?
0: Okay, no. First of all, second of all, I'll let you in. I do know a way to break into the manor. It doesn't involve a key. I'll run around back, and you go in the front, and I'll let you in.
3: I don't, I don't like the sound of this. This just... She said she didn't know how to get in and now she
1: wants to help us get in. She did tell us a bit of a fib earlier.
4: She's clearly a
1: bitch. I think the reality is here we're all being set sa- up to be sacrificed. Regan, I'm afraid this is what I suspected all along as well. Okay, I'm gonna try to hit the doctor.
0: You can roll for it.
4: Shouldn't we get in the mansion first? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm open to I'm open to persuasion.
4: Let's get inside the mansion and see what happens and then kill the doctor.
2: <laughs> I feel like we should see what's in the mansion. Yeah. All right. I'll hold my aggression.
0: Understood. So you hold the boulder, you hold the doctor's hand, and you walk up to the front door. At that point, Billy runs around to let you in from the back door. You hear another voice. Whose voice is it? You're never going to get in without a sacrifice. Sacrifice?
3: Is this like the troll that you had to pay to get across the bridge? I'm confused. What the heck?
0: The voice is loud, almost like it's been amplified.
1: Where is the voice coming from? Inside?
0: Seemingly inside.
1: What? I'm going to yell into the inside. What kind of sacrifice are you looking for?
4: They mean a blood sacrifice.
1: All right. Excellent. Let's fucking go. And I'm going to take the rock in and, and try to hit the doctor's head with it.
0: Let's roll for it.
1: I'm, I'm rolling to knock him out and drop a little bit of blood.
0: See, cat. Chris rolled a four. You hit the doctor. The doctor goes down hard. The doctor's bleeding from the head and does not appear to be responding in any way. It. You may have killed the doctor.
1: There's your fucking blood, man.
0: That's not what we meant. You have to give to be given, not take.
3: But we're going to give him, right? Why would we just hit him? Take him, please.
0: You must give something up. Someone up. Someone that's actually a sacrifice.
1: Veronica. Uh, Salop. Believe me, this doctor was the closest thing we had to a medical professional. I think it's a big loss to not have his skills around.
4: I don't think you understand, Regan. I have an idea veronica seeks out a broken piece of something and makes a small cut in her
0: hand letting blood drip to the floor oh that's a good sacrifice there's blood on the floor what next
4: are you happy with our sacrifice now
0: you have given but not enough
3: should we all cut ourselves
4: it's now just a suicide pact
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right I'll, i'll cut a little bit of my hand i'll cut a little bit of mine i will not cut a little bit of
2: mine you're a traitor Honey, I have been around too long to give in to tricks like this.
1: Mm.
3: It also must be all that southern cooking. We don't need all that cholesterol clogging up our blood.
1: She's probably on blood thinners, though. True. That
3: is
2: very true. I would like to pull out a weapon.
0: You are unsuccessful. You do not pull out a weapon. (laughs) Heard. But at this point, you do hear footsteps getting closer to the door and a click and footsteps running from the door.
2: I would like to open the door.
0: (laughs) Martha Lou reaches for the handle. The handle is warm. She slowly turns it and opens the door. She peers inside, but does she go in? Ryan rolled four. Martha Lou steps inside, and the door immediately slams behind her. You have made the right choice.
1: <gasps> I'm going to start banging on the door. I was beginning
4: to think she could not
1: open doors. <laughs> Did you not see her dating profile? She actually says she's still single because men don't open doors
2: for her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to close the door behind me leave everybody else outside. (laughs) That was already closed. The door's already closed. (laughs) Sure, I'd like to lock the door behind me so that they can't come in.
0: You're inside, and you look around. You want to lock the door, because you're kind of over it from them, but you can't really see anything, because it's pitch black.
2: Do I hear anything? Nothing. Is it hot?
0: It's not hot. It's silent.
2: Okay, I'd like to open the door and welcome everybody else in, but with an attitude.
0: Roll for it. Ryan rolled a five. You open the door, and you let everyone else in. They walk in behind you.
2: Now, I could hear what y'all were saying about me outside. I'll let you in, but don't think this is a sign of kindness from me. I'm not on your team. I'm on my own. Madam, I was simply stating that you're single because men don't open the doors for you anymore. Mm, that's right. They haven't got much left in this world for me when
1: men don't open doors. All right, then. I think I wasn't really creating a transgression against you, madam. We've got demons to worry about here.
0: Oh, you have nothing to worry about here. And definitely not demons. You look around, you see nothing. It's pitch black. You sniff around, you smell nothing. But you feel the roughness of plywood beneath your feet.
4: Listen everyone, it is not because I'm psychic, but this sounds exactly like what a demon would say.
1: Who are you?
0: I, well, I am me. You've met me, and you've met my friends. You, Pip. Bingo bongo, you got it. But why are we here? You look around for Pip, trying to figure out where this amplified voice is coming from. Your eyes, now adjusted to the darkness, are suddenly blinded by floodlights from high up the walls. You look around, begin to see the details of the structure emerge. Plywood floors, high plywood walls with raw wood support beams. There's no rooms, no doors, no decorations. The manor is as fake as the inside of a movie set.
4: (gasps) What is this? What is going on?
1: It's an illusion. This doesn't even look like a house. Oh, these fuckers just pulled the Wizard of Oz on us. We got ozed.
3: Are we being bunked? Never seen that movie, but I can agree with you.
1: How, we got Spider Man Far From Home.
0: <laughs> Pip, are
1: you are you still there?
0: Oh yes, I'm here. I can see you. I've got you on video camera. They rigged it up so I could so I could look at it.
3: What are you, What are you doing? I, I Why?
0: Well, I lied earlier. I'm a little bit religious, and I follow the One.
2: What is it that you want from us, honey?
0: Oh, it's, it's not what I want. Well, you see, there is something I want. You know, this, this island did used to be beautiful, and now it's basically dead. And I want it to be beautiful again, because I want to rent out yurts year long, and I want to get rich. I mean, I'm hoping to live at least another 15 years, and I'd like to, you know, go out with a bang. When it comes to you, well, somebody else wants all of you. The one and honestly, I can't believe you didn't pick up on who it was.
3: This is all over some yurts? I'm telling you, those are a dime <laughs> a dozen around the United States. They're everywhere. You could make a living somewhere, somewhere other than this
4: island. But remember, CC location is everything. Yeah, this location ain't got very much
0: Not now, but it will If he has his way And I have my way And I serve him See how this works out? I get what I want
4: He wants to spill our blood So that the island can come back to life
1: Who is him? I'm sick of this ambiguity He's the one that put the fucking circle on our hands, love
0: he is indeed, and I thought that was kind of a nice touch, too. I did suggest that one. That was that was a good touch.
1: Okay, so why do we have circles and they don't?
0: Why do they have circles and... Ah, uh, well, goodness. Okay, so here's a couple of things. He doesn't really get along with other ones that are kind of like him because he has kind of this whole, like, inferiority complex. So the... uh the old one down there, she's got, like, you know, she's got this thing for for one of the others that he kind of competes with, and he ain't touching that with a ten-foot pole.
2: Excuse you?
0: I, I I think you know what I'm talking about.
1: Okay, look, obviously this is the point where the villain gives a terrible monologue, so I hope you're using this time wisely to le- search about.
4: At this point, Veronica attempts to open
0: the door from
4: whence we came.
0: Roll for it. It's a three. Oh, you attempt to open the door, and you are not successful, but... You do hear the voice of Pip once again. Hey, I can tell when you try to do that. They've also got it connected so I can kind of control things from up here. So it's it's kind of smart in a way, but it, I don't know how it's supposed to work. There's no Wi-Fi. That's, what, that's all that I know. Please don't try to do that again because I've already told them that you're all his. So yeah, just kind of hang out for a few minutes.
1: There's no Wi-Fi. There must be Bluetooth.
0: Well, I've, I've got pretty good dental care. Every year I go to the mainland and get a dental cleaning, so my teeth are not blue.
3: I'm backing up trying to escape.
0: You back up and you hit the wall.
3: But I wanted to hit
1: the door.
0: You hit the door and nothing moves. It cannot be opened.
1: Are there stairs going anywhere in this manner?
0: There are not stairs.
1: It's not a manor. It's a fake set. Right. I was
2: just hoping that there was some kind of elevation here. And we're trapped. Sir, what is it that you want with those that have been marked with your circle?
0: Well, so, you know, here's the thing. At least from what the one tells me, is you need to give to be given. So I'm giving him you.
2: Well, you could have them at this point if I can go. Are you serious? We've all bonded these past few hours.
4: Martha Lou.
2: I met you yesterday. I'm, I have a lot of life left to live, and I'm not ready to give it up like my man George did. My man. I don't want to be lost here.
0: You start to hear the sound again. You know, the one from earlier. The wind blowing, turning into a moan, turning into the earth groaning. Okay, so here's the thing. I like your offer, and I'm willing to entertain options. So here's what we can do. We can have the southern one, and the rest of you can go free, okay, so that's one option. The other option is all of you can go, I mean, not leave, but you can all be given away uh, to the one, Uh, and the other option is, well... The other option's not good, okay? So the other option is you have to fight to the death. Whoever survives, you will ultimately be sacrificed to Dagon. So that's just how it's, gonna, how it's gonna be.
4: I think it makes the most sense that we sacrifice the oldest. Martha, you have lived a long life. However, we are very young.
3: Yeah, I still have to finish grad school. Come on, save this planet and all the sharks.
1: Oh yeah, she's got she's got a lot of life to live with that student debt. You Really got to make sure people get the money back.
3: Yeah, making the minimum payments and I deferred, but it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and truly, that's the real curse—the
2: forever curse. <laughs> Listen, this place is barbaric, but it doesn't sound like we're going to make it out alive, one way or another.
1: What
4: do you mean, we?
2: Uh, I mean you too, honey. As cute as you are, he's going to take you as well. He's not taking us. You're gone. He said he only wanted the two of us. That's right. But if you were listening, Regan, you would have heard that he said none of us are going to make it alive.
1: That was option C. The option one did involve a
2: couple of us going free. Well, good luck, honey. I'll be here to haunt you afterwards. Don't you worry.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's the other thing, though. Okay, so we have, like I said, we have options. Someone, someone's got to go, right? Because Dagon's hungry. I've been hearing about it for a long time, and I want to feed him. Where are you, sir? Where are you? Where am I indeed? (laughs) Yes, I'm in my house.
1: At this point, I'll just fucking go, honestly. But can you just come adjudicate this for us, really? We just need someone to ref this whole thing.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to do that remotely from here. The microphones work just fine.
1: Why are you being so scared? No, hold on. Technological failures are such a problem. Honestly, the rocks really fuck everything up. Come on, man. Just come over here. I'll give myself up. That's totally fine. At this point, I don't want to be burned by anyone's incompetence any longer. Just fucking help us out and put me out of my misery.
0: Okay, so I would go there totally, except the thing is Dagon's really hungry right now, and I already told him he was going to eat tonight, and uh, sometimes he's not a picky eater.
1: Where, okay, where, where is he?
0: Where is he? Can you not feel it in the ground? Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: We must find the pip. Is there nowhere to go besides the front door?
0: As you stand, stunned by the falsity that is Dagon Manor, the middle of the floor begins to fall, one board at a time, into an endless void.
1: Is there an axe in here or anything?
0: There's not an axe.
1: I move too slow and start to fall.
3: Is there anything in this house that would be able to help us?
0: There is something in someone's hand, I believe, that might be able to help you.
1: Oh, shit, right. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the door, or the fucking walls, the plywood walls, and I'm going to, like, bang on it with the rock.
0: <laughs> Let's roll for it.
3: God. Oh, my God. If this works. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, great.
1: Fuck, we're doomed. I don't see how this would help us.
0: You are not successful in breaking down the door, and on the backswing, the rock actually bounces back and takes out CC Takes <laughs> I'm out? I'm talking about full head splatter.
3: Ouch. <gasps>
0: okay, so that was a pretty good sacrifice. I wasn't expecting that choice.
1: Can I come back to life?
0: Y- you cannot. You're dead. Fuck. <laughs>
1: At this point, this is clearly as chaotic an ending as last year. <laughs> At this point,
4: Veronica has moved herself quite a distance from this
0: happening. You try again, and you are once again not successful. A third time. This time, you swing and you crack the door right open.
1: I'm going to run out the door.
0: Regan runs out the door. I'm going to follow... You continue to follow. You barely make it off of a, you know, piece of wood that's about to fall into the void. But your foot lands on the actual ground, and you escape.
2: (gasps) I'm also following.
0: Oh, Martha Lou! Everyone's rolled a four or five trying to escape, and I absolutely love it. All three of you escape. You make it out of the house. Where do you go?
1: I want to go find this fucker on the left side of the property.
4: I want to roll to channel my intuition, to find the source of his voice. Roll for it. Let's see what happens.
2: Hold on. I'm going to follow whatever Veronica does.
4: I'm having a vision. Ooh, it's a six, bitch.
0: Oh. Oh. Paris, you rolled a six. So that means you're going to channel your energy. You start to feel the brainwaves, right? The, The things from the air. Whatever you feel when you're, you know, a psychic or whatever it is that you are. And you're channeling and you're channeling channeling the vibes the vibes you got the vibes are coming in they start coming in and they lead you towards the old church
4: he is this way i am certain of it
2: i follow veronica
0: all three of you head towards the old church i open the church door this time not trembling but with confidence
2: i look for weapons along the
0: way you find small rocks
2: okay i'll take a rock
0: looking into the church nothing nobody your intuition might have been wrong
4: no he is here i swear he may be somewhere hidden concealed
2: Maybe under the rocks.
0: I begin to search the area for booby traps or trapdoors. You search the area, and you find only one door, leading you out to the cemetery behind the old church.
1: I go out to the cemetery.
0: Yeah. You look around the cemetery. It's small. There's maybe like 12 markers at most.
4: Regan, be careful. There is a cliff nearby.
1: I'm inspecting the grave markers, looking for an entrance.
0: You inspect the grave markers. You notice two. They look the best. One of them says Gerald, the other one says Edith. I'm going
1: to try to poke around to see if there's uh, trapdoor entrances, things like that.
0: You poke around. The gravestones snap in half. They're styrofoam. It appears Gerald and Edith were never real.
2: I would like to check the rest of the stones and see if any of them are real.
0: You check the rest of the stones. One snaps in half. One's real, but it's so faded you can barely read it. I withdraw a lighter from my purse, the lighter I used to light the sage from earlier, in an attempt to read the inscription. You read it. On it, it says Philip Finch, also known as Pip. What's the year? The year,
2: 1975. (gasps) That damn Pip. What's so shocking?
0: You hear from the earth a loud groan. The wind hits. The rocks shake. The ground begins to move once again at this point i would like to retreat to the church and attempt to channel the guidance and support
4: of cc recently deceased recently deceased
0: oh <laughs> uh, you retreat into the old church and you start channeling your inner cc i rolled a four you're channeling oh we're channeling right now let's see if cc can appear
3: i'm back bitches
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is going on why have not you killed him yet he's a
1: fucking ghost
3: he's a ghost
1: you have
4: insight beyond the grave what is it we must do
3: you must dig up that grave take the hand and put it in another tree
1: (laughs) here's what we're gonna do we're gonna get the fucking bones i'm gonna make my nose bleed on the bones (laughs) we'll see if i can see the ghost Are any of you gay? Yes, I am gay. (laughs) Fantastic. Honestly, you're probably the hero of this story. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go to the fucking Phillips grave and like try to use my rock to start digging up the ground. Ooh,
4: bitch,
0: this cliff's about to collapse with you on it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I'm driven to madness. Fuck it. There's no boat coming for us.
0: You grab the rock. You start to dig into the grave. You're moving dirt looks like you're opening something up. There could be something underneath this. There could be something in the grave. You keep digging and digging and it keeps going. Where the hell is this grave? It's so deep. You dig so much that you're six feet down. Still, no grave. What the hell? What's supposed to be in here? And then you hit metal. Clink. There's something in there. What do you do?
1: I keep going. I try to open it.
0: You start clearing around this metal item and you pick it up. It's a metal. Circle. At this point, I have
4: become possessed by something otherworldly and begin burying Regan alive (laughs) at the bottom of this grave. Eyes rolled into the back of my head, hair blowing wildly in the wind.
1: While she's doing that, what the fuck is this thing that's in my hand?
0: You're holding the crown of Dagon in your hand.
1: I put the crown
2: on. I stop Veronica by pushing her off the cliff. (gasps)
1: Gotta roll for that one. And I roll to
4: dodge it.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Oh, poor Veronica tumbles off the edge of the cliff. What does she say on the way down?
2: Merde. Monsieur.
0: But as she falls in slow motion, looking so hot,
4: the camera pans to one of the gravestones revealing her name, and she's been a ghost all along.
0: (laughs) Zutelo. You now have the crown of Dagon on your head. Veronica has died. Martha Lou is above you, looking down into the grave.
2: Honey? What, did you just kill for me? Regan, what's going on down
1: there? <laughs> God.
0: What's going on down there? What are you doing down there <laughs> for, mate?
1: <laughs>
2: We're in Australia.
4: Martha Lou has also become possessed by a British ghost. You're right, babes.
1: I found this crown, and I think it belongs to that demon. But I think this crown makes me rich.
0: You're just her type. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to try climbing out of the grave.
0: Regan reaches his hand out. In an attempt to grab Martha loose, when they hear a voice, it's Pip. Pip approaches from behind them. Uh, hey, so it looks like this weekend was successful, huh? It looks like we got a couple.
1: Sweetie. I'm just <laughs> gonna stare at him.
0: What are you on about? What are you like, mate?
1: Does Martha suddenly look 30 years younger?
0: Martha does not. Martha is a beautiful older woman
1: feel feel great about that <laughs>
0: okay so here's the thing um, the sacrifice was successful the two perfect like not hungry anymore but there's no fairy coming back so I just you know that that was not going to happen ever
2: oh Pip <laughs> we've got bad news for you honey Regan what's the
1: bad news love <laughs> you want me to kill him
2: I thought he's already a ghost well I think we've got to take care of this don't you he's gotten rid of our friends we got to get rid of him I agree,
0: all oh, friends.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna move in on Pip with the rock. I will follow because I also have a rock. He's a ghost. He can feel pain.
0: Let's see our success. Regan strikes Pip. Pip falls to the ground.
2: Martha provides moral support.
0: Martha swings the rock, but not too hard because she ain't gonna try that hard to kill this ghost. The ghost, stunned, looks up and says, Well, I guess I'll go now. uh just take care of the island and uh, well i'm I'm glad you're a happy couple. That's all.
1: Isn't this a nice neat ending here?
2: You know, this, this don't feel right in my heart. What would feel better to you? Well, I can think of a few things, but maybe there's a way we could have our friends back here. Ooh. What do you propose?
4: Sexy seance, you say?
2: I'd like to roll to bring back both of our friends, Cece and Veronica.
4: With a seance or? A Christian seance.
2: Now, you can call it whatever you want. I just want them here. Or is that uh, some of that sort of magic you got there? Well, we just going to have to see, aren't we?
0: Martha Lou tries to channel. She puts her hands together and prays to the Lord that one of her friends should be brought back. But who will it be? He doesn't respond, but she hears it in her heart. It's only going to be one of them. Should we roll, Alexis and I? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Who gets a higher? (gasps) I got a six.
2: I got a
3: fucking one.
4: Veronica suddenly levitates from the cliff's edge from whence she fell. Looking hotter than ever, floating midair, she slowly descends to join her friends once again.
1: Alors, what has happened? Oh, I think I think we're a couple now. My bad. I think we're a throuple now.
4: This is perfect. I'm European and therefore bisexual.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: and with that, a new love is found, and poor Cece will never finish grad school. But that's okay because she was never going to anyway. <laughs>
1: Honestly, probably for the best, she had a lot of debt ahead of her, and it didn't sound she had the greatest grasp of science.
4: (laughs) She also seemed to have no cultural awareness whatsoever. Never saw
0: a movie, heard a song, or read a book. Well, there you have it, folks. We've had three deaths in in the Isle of Paisley, but... Would you hack it or would you slash it?
3: Oh, hack it, for sure. (laughs) It's
0: giving hack.
3: (laughs) It's a solid hack. Oh,
1: for sure. Confused love story? Absolutely.
4: I hacked it at the name Isle of Paisley. (laughs) 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 But also, there were surprise gay vibes, so maybe soft hack?
1: Oh, yeah. There was definitely some representation there. Also... Honestly, it gets a soft slash for Paris's par- uh, French accent.
2: Honestly, my accent, zero out of ten. You two held it together. <laughs> no, all, all everyone's. And I'm like,
1: uh. Ryan, your accent was great.
4: There was one line that you delivered with such confidence that I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, you exude the sexiness of a good Southern woman. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think everything just goes into sexy version of whatever accent I'm trying to do. <laughs> and this was supposed to be a very classy Southern woman, not a sexual Southern woman.
0: There you have it, folks. The Isle of Paisley is a universal hack, but a couple nods towards Soft Slash, but not quite there. Now, we've had a lot of fun playing. I hope you've had fun listening. We've really enjoyed being with you for four years And we hope for many more. Now, while we've had a good time here, it doesn't have to end here by any means. We want to know what you think. Keep in mind, there are a number of ways you can reach out to us, starting with our website, hackerslash.live.
2: And
3: on our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: And now, if you are really from the South and you've got something to say to me about this accent, I'd love to hear it. And if you listen this far, you deserve to talk to us anyway. So please reach out to our website. That's hackorslash.live. You don't have to put www in the front. My niece just told me that the other day. But please let us know what you thought. We can't wait to hear from you. Or alternatively, if you also
1: appreciated the deep dictionary references to the good side, Gal and Poe, then you can feel free to drop your own written line by submitting an email to feedback at hackerslash.com.
4: And if you have enjoyed listening to this episode, you must know that I've had a vision of you becoming one of our patrons. You can visit patreon.com slash hacker slash to earn cool perks for as low as $1 a month. But don't forget, if you decide to join our 3 or $5 tier during the month of October, you will receive our fourth anniversary Halloween poster.
0: So remember, folks, don't let people slide into your DMs. We'll see you next time.
4: Bye.